Hello everybody, and yeah, this, I, I usually don't do intros for the what I watch this month as it's not particularly necessary, but I'm just going to say that I've moved everything into a new setup, the, uh, so everything I've got now, uh, the mic is in a new, I've got it, yeah, it's all set up in a, in a new place, so the audio will probably sound different from the last few weeks episodes, I hope that you enjoyed, and I am trying out this new thing, so I hope you enjoy, uh, I hope this sounds better for you guys, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher, as per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and today I will be talking about the films that I watched in the previous month of August, so let's just jump right into it this week uh, i started off the month by watching i didn't actually watch a whole lot of films this last month i've got a, I have, i've got a lot of stuff going on at the moment uh but yeah so i watched war for the planet of the apes i concluded the of the well the planet of the apes trilogy uh but i think i might i would have talked about rise of the planet of the apes and dawn of the planet of the apes in a previous in previous uh what films i watched this month episodes but yeah i really really love this film it's my favorite of the trilogy it's fantastic i absolutely love it to pieces it's phenomenal it's just it's it's a pretty much a perfect ending andy circus gives his best performance uh, as caesar in the trilogy or uh, woody harrelson is, is is wonderful I'm, I'm a massive woody harrelson fan he's great in everything uh, if you you know in three billboards and in Zombieland and uh in some another film that I watched this month that I will get to momentarily, but yeah, I just really loved it. The effects uh, looked phenomenal. The end, it was super emotional, and I really was invested in the character stuff with this one. Uh, not to say I wasn't with the other ones, but this one really, really just drove home how well written these films are, and just the absolutely excellent and just phenomenal character writing this trilogy has and it's i would argue it's one of the best trilogies certainly of the 21st century certainly in recent years and and possibly one of the best trilogies of all time honestly i really 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 loved it then i watched bruno uh i'm a big uh, sasha baron cohen fan i love borat i think borat is a really really funny entertaining film and i i, I think bruno is weaker uh, by comparison, but I do, I did really, really like Bruno, I, uh, I think just, I don't know, it's, I think maybe the, I like the character, I, I don't know, I find something more about, well, <clears throat> I don't know, the thing about Sasha Baron Cohen is I think Ali G is his weakest character, I, I mean, it's between Borat and Bruno in regard, in terms of who I find more, in which sorts of characters I find more interesting, and I think it depends uh, on the situation, really, I mean, Borat is uh, is the most iconic one, arguably you know known worldwide, and and I do think that Borat, cultural learners of America for Make Benefit, Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan, yes I just said the full title for some reason, is one of the best comedies of the last you know you know one of the best comedies of the century you know one of the best comedies of the 2000s one of the best comedies in recent years uh and i think bruno is not as good i do think the hate for it is very unjust i i don't really get what people had a problem with beyond the i guess an overtly gay character and you know the whole and homophobia and all that kind of stuff uh i i mean um I, i guess that must be what it is but i can't like it doesn't really seem that different honestly in terms of what it is because it is effectively borat 
but with a different character and the situations are different but it is you know sasha baron cohen pretending to be a different person and you know going undercover i guess is the way to put it and interacting with real people but you know i i really really had a really good time with it i thought there was stuff that was at times funnier than some of the stuff in borat if i'm being completely honest but yeah i really really enjoyed it and uh, yeah you guys should check it out too because i think it's actually vastly underrated in terms of uh, reactions to films i rewatched the incredible hulk next which i did an episode on so go check the episode out on that film and i watched the nice guys uh, directed by shane black who i think is i really like shane black i think he's He's not a director's... He's not really that much of a... Well, he is a director, but I don't see him as a uh, director. I see him as a writer. Like, he's sort of like those... He's, you know, there's certain, certain people who... They direct films, but you don't really see them as... You wouldn't say they're great directors. You say they're great writers who, you know, also direct stuff. You know, I'd throw in, like, Aaron Sorkin is one of them. I think Martin McDonough is, uh, is a very you know great writer you know capable director but he's very much a writer and shane black is another one of those uh kinds of people and i really really enjoyed the nice guys i thought uh the two leads of russell crowe and ryan gosling were wonderful ryan gosling uh should have been oscar nominated for that role instead of la la land because la la land is shit i do not like la la land whatsoever i think la la land is actually a bad film in in terms of I just, like, I don't enjoy La La Land. Like, it's technically well-made and everything, but, like, it's not great, though. I don't really care about what happens in it. But The Nice Guys, I do really care uh, about what happens in it. I found it to be, you know, highly uh, entertaining, really, really funny. Ryan Gosling is just fucking hysterical in it. He's so just, like, laugh-out-loud funny and you know he's he's really great and he, and he bounces really well off russell crowe i think the script is really nice and very uh, it's very much a shane black script and i think shane black is a very very capable uh writer despite what some people may say because some people are like oh he's met he's you know he's done a few good films but they wouldn't be, you know I, I know people are sort of a bit dismissive of shane black occasionally you know people don't think iron man 3 is that great or the predator especially but i think those two films are perfectly fine but yeah the nice guys is the best thing he's directed and one of the best things that he has yeah one of the best things he's directed and one of the best things he's written a really great comedy uh, in 2016 and i do like truly recommend that you guys check it out I followed it up by watching Chopper for the first time, which I did an episode on, so go check it out. But uh, I I liked it. It's good. Check out the episode on it, though. I followed that up with the 1986 David Cronenberg, The Fly, which was... Oh, God, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's, uh, it's a really, really good film. I really, really love it. But it's just got body horror, and I'm not into that kind of thing like listen like i'm not i'm not typically like i'm not like it just feel like it's not unnecessary but here i'm i'm because it's not unnecessary it is part of the story and it doesn't violently horrify me if that but i would say that like it is gross and it's a film that i while i do really i did really enjoy it i don't see myself watching it again because or at least not anytime soon because it's just super great like i'd seen you know the some of the effects but i hadn't seen the really gross 
stuff I'd seen sort of the iconic uh, transformations from it, but I hadn't seen the whole, you know, it, I, I don't want to say if you somehow don't know what it's about, but it's some really, really gross body horror, but a wonderful, wonderful lead performance from Jeff Goldblum and a really nice supporting turn as well from Gina Davis. I think it's it's very well put together that, you know, the, the prosthetics and effects are amazing. They look so realistic and they are so 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 well done and and this is my first david cronenberg film as well so it's probably i mean it's probably the one to start with i feel like i feel like most people when they get into david cronenberg they watch the fly because it's just that is it's iconic you know everybody knows what the fly is you know they've heard about it or they've seen like the simpsons parody or you know something like that it's it but yeah no it's a really really good film that I do highly, highly recommend you check out. Then I watched Thank You for Smoking, which is, uh, it's a good film. I, I, I mentioned in my review, follow me on Letterboxd, uh, in my review that I did for it, that I uh, put out, I'm, I, I mentioned how a lot, every every now and again, an actor will just have like one of those years where they just pop, but they put out multiple great performances in within the same year like most recently for me personally andrew garfield with uh, last year with tick tick boom the eyes of tammy fan spider-man no way home ryan gosling with you know la la land which he is good and i will give him that and the nice guys which he is you know really great in you know and in 2005 it was aaron eckhart because he was not only was he in conversations with other women which is a fantastic film but also thank you for smoking which is fantastic i really really enjoyed thank you for smoking aaron eckhart fantastic leading performance he feels like he's one of those actors who he was like a big deal for a few years and then ever since then he's kind of been like a bit forgotten which is really really disappointing because he is fantastic and he's even relatively decent in the dark knight despite being you know a, a weaker villain in that but that he he's a, he's a he's a really 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 good actor and i and i do think this film is it's well, the film's like 90 minutes long it it's it doesn't you know it goes it breezes by it's it's very entertaining it's very funny despite what it's talking about and what this the sort of subject matter that it's dealing with being very uh like gross and uncomfortable and very dark honestly like it like it you know i mean thank you for smoking like the, i mean the time it's about smoking and the sort of the industry behind that but it's fun it's, it's a really really entertaining really really funny really yeah it's like surprisingly funny it's i it's great it's a really really you know good film and yeah i mean aaron eckhart 2005 phenomenal year for him because he's just just fan- two phenomenal performances in both thank you for smoking and conversations with other women then i watched barefoot jen and my god did this film kill me uh in a in a, in a uh, figurative way of course it, it didn't literally you know obviously that's a terrible joke i'm keeping it in though but i uh talked about the film grave of the fireflies i think i did an episode on it uh, last year sometime but i think barefoot gen it's another nuclear holocaust film, and i don't want to say too much about it because i think it's best watching it knowing as little as possible but it's a, it's another nuclear holocaust film in japan and that's pretty much all i'll say it 
but it affected me more than Grave of the Fireflies because of the way it represents things and sort of the and how we sort of look at that whole situation but i think grave of the fireflies as a film is better overall because the first 20 minutes of barefoot jenna not i don't don't particularly care for them they are not great and i don't like them that much and that sort of drags it down and sort of is like why i prefer grave of the fireflies because grave of the fireflies is a far more complete uh, film in terms of just being perfect more basically you know but barefoot jen is, is well worth checking out i do check out grave of the fireflies first because it is the better film but like i will say if it emo- if grave of the fireflies emotionally ruins you and affects you and you just like i can't you don't want to watch that film again then don't watch barefoot jen because it is arguably worse <laughs> But both phenomenal films, and I do recommend checking out, especially if you're a fan of anime and you like the more uh, fantasy, the more fun stuff. I do recommend you check these out because they are not that, but I think they are, they're really phenomenal films. So I do recommend checking them out. Then I watched The Edge of Seventeen, which I didn't think was particularly amazing. Like it's fine. Uh, I I think like coming of age films for me sort of fall into two categories either they are super relatable and they just hit me on an emotion level and i can you know relate to stuff in it such as super bad or stand by me or you know something like that whereas there are others that i appreciate are good films and i enjoy but i don't particularly get invested like lady bird or in in the edge of 17 i and i didn't think edge of 17 was certainly not a bad film but not a film that was like oh i would i would you know relate to this too heavily i mean like it's got a good Haley steinfeld performance who i think is really good in it and woody harrelson is like basically steals the show in a very very good supporting turn he's not even in it that much but he's woody harrelson what can he do you know like he, he can't help himself if he steals the steals the show i mean he's woody harrelson he's great but it's just like it's it's a fairly you know there's far more there's far better coming of age films that I would recommend you watch such as Superbad or Stand by Me. I mean check those two out. I, I feel like you could relate to those for most people. You could definitely relate to them as boys. I'm I'm aware Booksmart is a female version of Superbad effectively. I have not seen it, but I can't imagine it's better than Superbad personally. And plus like I think one of the actors in uh in Booksmart was very uh, insulted by the phrasing of, of referring to super, as Booksmart as a female super bad, which, you know, fair enough, I guess. But yeah, no, Edge of 17, perfectly fine. It, it's it's well worth a watch just for the fairly stuff out of Woody Housen, but it's not amazing at all. And I watched the original 1968 Planet of the Apes. I loved it. It's uh, it's the best Planet of the Apes film I've seen. It's the only, it's the last good one from everything I've heard. I'm aware that they uh, they did what four sequels to it, which I'm aware are all terrible. And then there's the Tim Burton remake, which I'm also aware is terrible. I have not seen them, but I will watch them eventually. But I've heard they are terrible, just shit, awful films. But I, I'll definitely watch them because I. I'm someone who just likes watching films and I want and I'm happy to watch even bad films. But yeah, no, it's I mean it's I can't really say too much as I already said because I mean it's Planet of the Apes. Like you can't 
it's one of the most iconic films in history like everybody knows the ending more or less if you if i'm not going to say what it is in case you don't know what it is but just go watch the film after this because you don't like because because knowing the ending it, it's sort of how i was with fight club while i know the big reveal i know the the big thing you know had it in it and it was sort of just like waiting for that to be to find out about it for that to be revealed to the audience and i think that planet of the apes is another one of the films but i mean it's my, yeah, it's 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 one it's an excellent just wonderful film my only problem is i don't think charlton heston is a particularly good actor in the film and i don't and i do think he drags it down slightly but i mean besides that it's pretty much a perfect film but i just don't think charlton heston's great but who knows i could rewatch it in a cut few years and it could bump up you know and be one of my all-time favorites you know who knows but it's it, it is a wonderful film and it hasn't really aged too badly like it still feels like it could be made more or less today minus a few changes like this classic you know like camera moves and that then i'm like oh that's obviously like a 60s shot but it is well worth checking out just just because it's so iconic and so ingrained in pop culture it's just just excellent then i watched i lost my body which i really really liked it's one of those films where it has a like concept that is just brilliant like you read like you read like the plot synopsis or like the 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 outline of like what the film's about and you're just like that is perfect you know there's certain films like that something like being john malkovich for example is another one of those films one of my all-time favorites where you just if i told you the basic premise you'd probably be like okay that sounds interesting as hell i want to go see that and i lost my body is is that it's uh it's just got such a wonderful way of doing this it's just like pretty much you know uh, it's it's got beautiful animation it's french so but it's like 80 minutes long so you it's it's really not that hard it's and the plot is so good and the attention that is able to create from just like something so mundane it's wonderful it's a it's a it's truly like an excellent film and i do highly recommend you check it out especially if you're looking for something new a new animated film to watch you know and you're tired of your disney and your pixar and your dreamworks and studio ghibli which i, I like most of those films and i like those companies studios more or less for what they produce but the companies i don't care for the, the studios and the the art they make is great but i lost my body is well worth watch 80 minutes on netflix it's french got a brilliant premise you should you should check it out then i saw jordan peele's new film nope which i will be discussing in my review of the year at the end of this year so i won't really get into it too uh, much here but uh, sort of in general i did like it it's not perfect and i will sort of get into t- into talking about this at the end of the year for my review of the year episode but it's good you go see it i rewatched american beauty next which i did on an episode that came out earlier this week so go check it out but yeah i love it one of my all-time favorite films and i rounded the month off with clerks which i will be doing in an episode in a couple weeks time but to be very simple about it i i like it I'm going to be positive about it when we get to the episode. I've not seen Clerks 2 yet, so who knows if I will be as positive. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of what films I watched this month. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. And yeah, I will see all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye.